Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. I've presented five podcasts of wonderful music that various reviewers and critics have said constitutes the best jazz, whatever they call jazz these days, of 2023. Now I want to present nine of my favorite albums. It's not really a best of list because most of the thousands of releases from last year I haven't heard yet. Also, I'm only drawing from a population of albums that critics have noted. And there are probably a few ignored albums out there that if I happen to discover, they would end up being one of my top albums. I was glad that at least one reviewer did place one of my favorite local albums in their best of list. He's a bassist of Brazilian heritage living here in Edmonton, and I was taken by Ruben de Toledo's performance at last year's Edmonton Jazz Festival, as well as his album release party last fall. The album is called The Drip. Here's a tune from it, his own composition called Son del Arroyo.
from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, Rubum, that's R-U-B-I-M, the Toledo, with Bob Tilsley trumpet, Audrey Ochoa trombone, Chris Andrew and keyboards, Jamie Cooper drums, and Raul Tavera percussion. Let's move to something that might not feel quite so accessible. New York composer and saxophonist Steve Lehman, that's L-E-H-M-A-N, and Orchestra Nationale de Jazz, and an album called Ex Machina. It was put on at least 12 reviewers' lists of the best jazz albums of 2023. Lehman is a professor of music at California Institute for the Arts, and Ex Machina is his 16th or so release. He combines traditional improvisation with AI, or artificial intelligence, and here he has assembled an 18-piece orchestra, as well as his familiar trio of trumpet Jonathan Finlayson and vibraphonist Chris Dingman. There's also the intricate drumming of Raphael Corner and Bruno Ruder's piano. And on this track called Los Angeles Imaginary, you also hear the tenor saxophone of Julian Soro.
Steve Lehman and Orchestra National de Jazz from his latest album called Ex Machina. And you absolutely must see the YouTube video of this work played live. So many of my favorite albums of the last year turn out to be by Latin American artists, or at least they have a strong Spanish flavor. I have four of them coming up. Let's start with a group whose new album I knew would be among my favorites, because I have their other three and love them. Out of Toronto, it's Maqueque, spelled M-A-Q-U-E-Q-U-E, a group of mostly Cuban women, but led by Toronto flautist and soprano saxophonist Jane Burnett. Their latest album is called Feed the Fire. The group also includes drummer Yissi Garcia, Taylan Marrero, Joanna Majoko, originally from Zimbabwe, uh, Dene Olano on piano, and uh, Mary Paz, and they, they all take turns composing as well. This one was written by Jane Bennett herself, and it's called Turquoise slash Turquesa. Makeke. Keke from Feed the Fire, one of my favorite albums from last year. And this is a group that one absolutely must see live, as their vocal harmonies and bland really comes alive. 
Staying with Latin American jazz, here's a harp player. And an album that was chosen by Downbeat Magazine as one of the year's masterpieces. Edmar Castaneda was born in Colombia, but has lived in the U.S. since 1994. His latest album by his world ensemble is called Biento Sur, which means South Wind. And I love the album for its interesting and rhythmically varied compositions, as well as the great musicianship, especially from Castaneda on harp. His ensemble also includes his wife, the renowned Colombian singer Andrea Tierra on vocals. And there are group members from Israel, Brazil, Switzerland, USA, Cuba, Chile, and Argentina. Certainly an international presence. And here's a track called Ecclesiastes 9, Edmar Castaneda.
Edmar Castaneda's World Ensemble with Ecclesiastes 9 from the Biantosur album. Wasn't that an amazing harp solo? Last week, I played something by Brazilian pianist Antonio Adolfo and his album celebrating 58 years of bossa nova called Bossa 65. He also celebrates two bossa composers, Carlos Lira and Roberto Menescal. And in playing through the whole album, I decided it was definitely one of my favorites of 2023. So here's something else from it. A Carlos Lira composition, the title that translates as Ash Wednesday's March. It reflects on the melancholy and nostalgia that follows the end of Carnival, a festive season widely celebrated in Brazil. Antonio Adolfo. Thank you. 
Adolfo from an album that's a jazz radio favorite called Bossa 65, a lovely solo by trumpeter, flugelhornist Jesse Sadok. Now for a Latin American album with a very different twist. It's by steel guitarist Susan Alcorn, and the album is called Canto, C-A-N-T-O. The notes to the album refer to it as a combination of Chilean folk and Nueva Canción, which is a Latin American social movement and musical genre characterized by folk-inspired styles and socially committed lyrics. She also incorporates free jazz and modern classical styles. What most excites me about this album, which I listened to in its entirety twice, is the melding of the free jazz with these hauntingly beautiful Latin American folk melodies. Each composition starts out with this lovely melody and fairly quickly moves into what many of us non-musicologists might refer to as the weirdo stuff. But you never know where that weirdo stuff is going to go and how its journey is going to somehow take you back into that melody. The track I'm going to play, Canto One Donde Están, which translates as Where Are They?, is dedicated to the thousands of South and Central Americans who vanished without a trace between 1970 and 1993. Susan Alcorn. Thank you. 
Canto One, Donde Están? Steel guitarist and leader Susan Alcorn from a fascinating album, one of my favorites of 2023, Canto. While I'm not doing my top nine albums in order, I do think that these last three might be my three favorites. Each of them I rated as a 9 out of 10 or better, and that's an incredibly high rating for me as I'm always on the lookout for the album that will change my life. And these three have come close. For this next one, at least five prominent reviewers seem to agree with me. Saxophonist Joshua Redman with Gabriella Cavassa and an album called Where Are We? I think this is undoubtedly one of the finest albums of the year of any category, jazz or otherwise. This is despite the fact that uh, one of the All About Jazz reviewers described the album as a whole as being less than the sum of its parts. To my mind, its whole is so much greater than any individual performance, and the performances are pretty great. The record's theme is some of America's big cities, and it's celebratory, reflective, and devastatingly sad. Songs that reveal so much of each city's underbelly, like Randy Newman's Baltimore and Springsteen's Streets of Philadelphia, are mixed with songs of loss and songs that reflect the spirit of some of these great cities. And in each tune, even this next one, there is always that touch of edge. Here's an old standard from 1947 by Louis Alter and Eddie D. Lang. Do you know what it is to miss New Orleans? Listen to that great interplay, first between Cavassa and Redman, where the saxophone and vocal harmonize together, then that rhythmic and motivic back and forth between Redman and guest trumpet player Nicholas Payton, and then all three of them get into the act at the end. Joshua Redman with Gabriella Cavassa.
Joshua Redmond and Gabriella Cabasa with Joe Sanders on bass, Aaron Parks piano, Brian Blade drums, and guest Nicholas Payton on trumpet. Until I heard the last album I'm going to feature, I was already to make this album my number one pick for 2023. It's pianist Billy Childs and his Winds of Change album, another one where a lot of the reviewers seem to agree with me, as well as great compositions, Childs, Ambrose Akinmusir, and the rest of the ensemble have such a perfect sense of dynamics. Makes the whole album delightful to listen to. And another one that I've played all, all the way through twice. I'll play their rendition of Chikri's masterpiece, Crystal Silence. And what an intro by trumpeter Ambrose Akinmusir. And when Billy Childs comes in with his piano, it's hauntingly beautiful. And that's just the head with bassist Scott Colley having the first solo and drummer Brian Blade and Childs providing a sensitive backdrop. An amazing piece of musical art from start to finish. Billy Childs, Crystal Silence.
time for my number one pick. I found this one mentioned on someone's, I can't remember whose, top albums of 2023 list that he or she put out later on, sometime in January, where most of them are usually done in late November or sometime in December. Uh, This album was only released in mid-November, so it may be that reviewers never got to it in time for their best of the year lists. Or... For all we know, my tastes are just different from those who study jazz and claim an expertise. For all we know, that's the title of the album, and it's the third release by a Swedish group I'd never heard of before, L.S. Capel, and they were named the Vocal Jazz Group of the Year by Lyra Music Magazine. They state that the theme of the album is sorrow, yet with glimpses of something more. It is through the cracks that the light flows in and With their music, Ellis Capel wants to echo those moments when the darkness shifts and despair turns to hope. The quartet consists of vocalist Lovisa Geneval, Man Skavinstead on piano, August Erickson double bass, and Edwin Friedolfsson on drums. The album features innovative arrangements of some of my favorite standards, and they all maintain respect for the original composition. Yet this is also the ultimate in what jazz is supposed to do. Take the old and make it new. And I love her voice and her phrasing and enunciation and the reharmonizations. Here is the alternate version of the title tune. It's the last track on the album, For All We Know, L.S. Capel. My name's Larry Sademan. Next week on Discovering Jazz, a few more albums from 2023 that I really want to play for you. So tune in then. Bye for now.
tomorrow.